So this was the moment where I learned the difference between talent and training. Between relying on your natural ability and actually preparing to do something well. I've always enjoyed getting up and speaking in front of people. Like, don't get me wrong, I get scared. I'm, I'm, there's a lot of fear inside of me when I do it, but I, I like that kind of stuff. It, it's exhilarating for me to just face and overcome fear. I feel alive in those moments. And so when my best friend asked me to be his best man at his wedding, I got excited and I got nervous because I knew I had to deliver a speech. And as outspoken as I can be in many different situations, I knew that there was some pressure on me to go out there and deliver something well. Deliver a high quality speech that got everybody engaged and it was just added to the ambiance of the, of the whole wedding experience. And as the wedding got closer, I kept putting it off and putting it off and telling myself, I'll get around to writing something. And then I traveled up to Alaska where the wedding was at and it was a couple days before the wedding and I still wasn't prepared. I still hadn't written anything down. I kind of bounced some ideas around in my mind, but nothing concrete. And fortunately, I was going out to Kenai, which was a couple hour drive to go visit some people, and somebody else was driving, so it gave me the opportunity to sit down and write. And so I sat there and I started to jot down a brief outline of the things that I wanted to say. But again, didn't really put that much effort into what I was going to say. Didn't really put that much effort into the outline, into the, the preparation. Just wrote down a couple things and thought, I'll be good. Once I get up there, I'll shine. Now, Danny and I, that was my best friend, Danny and I have always had a, a relationship built on quoting movies. Like we can have whole conversations strictly on movie quotes. We're those kind of guys. And one of the things that we always joked around about was this, this quote from uh, old school. When in the beginning, they're at the wedding and, and they're doing the wedding party and one of his friends starts to speak, but he's highly intoxicated. So Vince Vaughn grabs the mic from him and it's like, oh, you know, what my friend's trying to say here is, you know, he's just thankful for everybody being out here. Oh, I see Frank's, I see Frank's dad has traveled to come, come to the wedding. And then Will Ferrell goes, I love you, dad. I don't know why we thought that was so funny, but it's something that we always said to each other all the time. So we always joked like, okay, whoever gets married first, we're gonna throw that into the wedding speech. So sure enough, I told him like, you know what's happening. We had the conversation, we're gonna do the little skits, gonna be hilarious. That was probably the only thing that I, I really had prepared for the whole wedding. And so the day of the wedding comes and Danny's dad's traveled in from the East Coast and you know he has a real sarcastic kind of sense of humor and he's always you know pushing us a little bit it was always a good time and he pulls me aside he's like Arvin I know you're planning on doing that little movie quote intro don't do it man don't do it I'm like oh I'm doing it Alec it's happening <laughs> so the moment comes right there's about 300 people at the wedding two to three hundred people and the moment's coming where it's time for me to go up and say my speech and all of a sudden I start getting real nervous and it really starts to sink in how unprepared I am for this thing. But luckily I can kind of go up and, and wing it. So I went up there 
I was like, at least I have my opening, right? Like, at least I know how I'm going to open and I can just kind of build some momentum from there. So I walk up, I, I grab my microphone, I'm, I'm looking out at the whole wedding, and I start with my opening, like, I'm so glad everybody's out here, what a beautiful gathering of friends and family. I see Danny's dad made it out from the East Coast, and I look over at Danny, and he's just sitting there at the wedding table with this blank stare on his face, completely misses his cue, doesn't say the line, and I'm just standing there frozen. And Danny's dad just laughs, didn't work, Arvin. Keep it moving. Oh my gosh. That, I sat there for a couple seconds, which felt like an eternity. I'm like, oh my gosh, what do I do now? That was like my moment and he missed his entire cue and now I don't know what to say next. And honestly, I don't even know what I said next. I just started going off, rambling a little bit, brought in a story that I knew I wanted to talk about. And luckily, you know, I did a pretty good job, right? I got people laughing, I got people engaged. And then the moment came at the very end where it was time to say the toast. And I get, to, I get to the end of the speech, I'm like, okay, I made it, I just got this one last thing that I gotta do. So I, I, I tap everybody's stands, I say, let's dedicate this day to Danny and Christy and, and say whatever I said for my speech, and I said, everybody raise your glasses. And I raised my glass, and I was so riddled with nerves that my hand was shaking so bad that the champagne was splashing all out of my glass. And then somebody from the back just screams out, look at his hand, and everybody just starts laughing. Oh my gosh, I'm just sitting there in this moment of just all of this high intensity of emotion, right? Just the humiliation and the exhilaration and, and everything that, that went into it. And it was about as good as it could be considering that I wasn't prepared, but I was able to fall back on a little bit of talent. It was a memorable experience, it was an enjoyable experience. But then I asked myself the question, like, how good could that have really been if I had properly prepared for it? And as I, later on in life, you know, I made the, the decision that I really wanted to excel with my public speaking skills. So I went to training, I went to Toastmasters, and I went in every week, and I went to the meetings, and I went to the training, and I, and I learned how to speak publicly. I learned how to improve this skill to where I could be somewhat comfortable speaking in front of people. Don't get me wrong, I still get nervous, but nowhere near as nervous as I get when I'm not prepared. Now the first time I spoke at Toastmasters, my very first speech, it was like the wedding all over again. And I was just riddled with fear. Like, oh my gosh, I, was, I couldn't sleep the night before. It's my turn to talk and I'm just, I mean, I feel like I'm about to black out. It's just, I was so overridden with fear about going up there and speaking in front of this small group of people. There's about 20 people in the room. But I had practiced what I was gonna say at least 30 times before I went up there. Every night I was going over it, over and over, rehearsing my speech, how I, what I wanted to say. And so when the second I started speaking, the nerves immediately started to subside because I already knew what I was gonna say and I got right into my flow. And then it really boosted my confidence right there in the moment because I was prepared. But to take that a step further, you know, over the course of eight months, I continued to speak and expose myself to different groups as I spoke and I got invited to speak at this health and wellness fair where I got to speak in front of almost 300 people. And it was like the wedding all over again. All of these people just sitting there listening to what I was going to say. And I remember it's almost time for me to talk. I slept fine the night before. I'd already rehearsed 
what I was going to say. This was a 20-minute speech I had to give this time, which is by far the longest I've ever spoken in front of anybody. And this is the biggest group of people that I had to speak in front of. And I didn't know anybody in the room. And I had to speak on the subject of creating change, of motivation. I had to get these people inspired. And honestly, I believed in myself. I believed my message was good. I believed it was strong. But I hadn't really tested it yet. So I really wasn't sure what to expect. I was stepping into the unknown. But I remember sitting there moments before I go on. And the person's up there and they're giving my introduction. And I remember sitting there thinking, wow, I am nowhere near as nervous as I, won when, as I was when I first started doing this. I'm nowhere near as nervous as I was at that wedding because I'm prepared, because I practiced, because I honed my skill and I'm ready. I'm ready for this moment. Now, don't get me wrong. I was nervous, but I was more excited than I was nervous because now I knew that I was prepared and I was going to go out. I was going to deliver. I was going to be extraordinary on that stage. And I went out there and I, and I delivered a, an, an amazing experience for everybody that was in that room. And it was one of the greatest moments of my life to be able to combine my talent with my training into one extraordinary experience that allowed me to make an impact on, on everybody that I was speaking to. So what I want the takeaway to be from this is... I'm a big component, I'm a big proponent of, of people focusing on their strengths. You know, developing your weaknesses to the point that they don't get in your way, but by focusing on your strengths, it, it makes things more exciting because you're doing the things that you enjoy doing. But sometimes we can get a little lazy and just rely on our natural talent because it's good enough. But do you want to be good enough or do you want to be great? Or better yet, do you want to be great or do you want to be extraordinary? Do you want to play at your absolute best? Do you want to play at the highest level of, of everything that you participate in, everything that you choose to do, every journey that you follow? Do you want it to be the very, the very best experience for you? Do you want to fulfill your highest level potential? Then you practice. You get excited about that practice. And you train. And you train with intention. The intention of being extraordinary. The intention of playing at your best. The intention of producing the best possible results that you are capable of. And you combine that with your natural talent, things that you already do well, things that excite you, things that you enjoy doing. And when you combine those variables together, you produce these extraordinary results for yourself. It's when you get to live life at its fullest. It's when you get to be the most confident version of yourself, where you feel like you're capable of anything. That's what happens when you combine those elements together. So I invite you, explore what are your natural talents? What are they? What are the things that you just naturally do well, that you enjoy doing, that you gravitate yourself towards? And what are the skills that you can practice to make that talent extraordinary? And then go out and practice it. And then go out and apply it. And watch how amazing it feels to go out there and perform at your absolute best.